Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for Guitar Dads by Guitar Dads. This week, we're hanging in the garage and we're talking about an ego, and it ain't a wonka. Slash and Phil are on absolute fire. We try to go one episode without mentioning Joe Bonamassa, whoops, and Dave gets a new guitar that he really can't play. We're vibing this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, two guys who own Gibsons and garages, Matt and Dave. Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave. And welcome to the podcast. Another week, episode, what, 17. 17. Welcome to it. 17. Great intro, Dave. They keep getting better, man. Yeah, thanks. Well, I don't, I don't know, know if anybody that. noticed. I don't anybody, know if anybody notices. I don't know if anybody noticed last week, but um, there was a little glitch there that happened. <laughs> that we there, thought there was, was fun, a little so glitch so yeah yeah we 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 thought it was fun so we put it in we thought we we did think it was fun speaking of glitches now that you're on your uh now that we're facetiming on your iphone you're all for, like frozen and like you look like uh you look like uh what's what was that what was that guy on uh <laughs> max headroom on mtv <laughs> oh max head <laughs> oh okay That's well i can hear like, you right? you can hear me though right i, I can hear okay. you i can hear you all right, folks. All right, so uh, yeah, what do we let, let's um, let's thank our uh, thank our everybody that's watching on YouTube and uh, and thank you for listening uh, anywhere you stream podcasts. Check us out on Instagram, Guitar Dads Pod, on Twitter, Guitar Dads Pod. Keep checking us out on YouTube and make sure you subscribe, hit the uh, the notification bell, like it, all that stuff. You know what to do. We really appreciate you guys stuff. that are out there. And thank you for your comments. We really appreciate thank you. it. Yes, we love the comments. Thank you for it, everything. Yes. <laughs> Let's keep bringing the comments. So speaking of comments, speaking you know, of comments, yeah, we have we have our um, we have a, our 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 friend of the podcast down there in New Zealand, uh, Justin. And, what's up, um, Justin? Thanks for listening, up, man. Thanks for listening, dude. And and he he actually brought up some great uh, topic ideas, which we're just gonna we're gonna get into. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. So what, what do you want? To, I think the first thing that, you know, he actually wanted us to comment on, but we want to comment on as well. And the whole, you know, I guess the guitar world is going a little bit insane over this is the new John Mayer song that's out. So John yes. Mayer hasn't released anything in three years. Now he's released a four song. Four years. Four years. Is it four years? Oh, I think it it's is? It's 2017, I, it like I think. Yeah. It's been a oh, while. Okay. All right. So, so four years, he hasn't released any new stuff. And he has released a song. It's called Last Train Home. And the guitar community is going a little insane, trying to get the tones, trying to do all this stuff. And did you see, I don't know if you follow um, Mary Spender, Dave, on, on YouTube. Do you know I her? I don't know. No, she's a popular Spender? channel. Yeah, she's a very She's a very Spender. popular channel. She's It's a guitar channel. She's a singer-songwriter. She's fantastic, a, a British girl. Um She's great. And she actually is obsessed with John Mayer. And she heard like months ago, she heard like the first, he he released, he did like a tease on Instagram where he just released like the first like few bars of the song. Well, it's like not the, it's like the first kind of half of a verse of the song. And she thought it would be fun if she would um, try to complete the song. So she recorded 
what she thinks the song is go what was going to be and recorded really? a whole thing and it was really good yeah it's it was it was a cool oh, vibe yeah thing. he's he's such she a tease did. though he's yeah 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 he's, so see, it's this cool. is so, this is the and this is the ego we're talking about right not we're not yeah, talking yeah. about the 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 uh the compressor by wampler thanks guys we love the we love the ego compressor we love the ego the ego comp we love it but no no it's so she actually did this as like a lark and it kind of went viral a little bit and uh, John Mayer saw it, and people really got a kick out of it. So then, you know, yeah. last week the song actually comes out, and she so so check it out if you haven't watched this. It's kind of fun. And then she's like, "Oh, let's see how close I got." Um, she didn't get that close, but she did. I think she overall captured the vibe. So oh, that's pretty cool. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. But I'll anyway, if you listen out. to the song, so there's a couple of things. If you watch the a couple of things, you have to watch. There's a video that he just released, like an official uh, video, which is kind of like a live performance thing. And then he was on Jimmy Kimmel the other day. Yeah, yeah, which is what and Justin told us to watch, and that was I thought it was a really. What did good you performance. think, Dave? Um, you know, what I do was... you think in general of the song and what's going on with Mayer okay. these days? Okay, all right. So here's my take on John. Mayer. John Mayer, we we love John Mayer. He's an amazing guitarist. He, you know, it, it, all that stuff. We we don't need to get into that. Yeah, he he's kind of like, and you know, he's a very like he. I don't know if eclectic is really the right word, right? But he tends to put out these, and again, I don't know if this is the right word either, but it's like these these kind of like concept albums lately where, you yeah. know, and, and this is just his 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 latest in like, it looks like it's like this 80s vibe kind of, you know, <laughs> record. And if you look at the, 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 the album cover, it looks like, a you know, a CD from like, you know, Sam Goody or Newbury Comics has got that yeah, sticker yeah. on there that... You know what is it like? Uh, ni- um, nice price or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> but it's like you know he he's it just he's weird, right? And he and he. But I feel like he's he he. I think he really thinks of, of himself as a musical genius. And whether you want, you, you could argue that if you want. But you know, it, mm. so the song. I I thought the song had a great groove. I thought it had, it was it, it was hooky. It was hooky as shit. It, does. it really he, was. He's great at that stuff. He's great yeah. at that stuff. I was just mm-hmm. underwhelmed at, at what I would expect from John Mayer in terms of like guitar, right? Like I was looking for yeah. like a ripping solo on that, and he just kind of kept it kind of like smooth and easy, and which was good. But I was underwhelmed. What about you? Well, well let let me tell. So I think so to address your first point about like this kind of concept thing, I think you're absolutely right. I think you know when you're at this level of an artist, when he probably doesn't need to release anything ever again. You know, he's made gazillions of dollars, had so much success in his life. He, you know, and now it really is truly like, where, where does he feel kind of, you know, artistically? You know, but that said, I agree with you that this is a pop song, right? And this could be a song you hear on the radio and that Absolutely. maybe kids pick up yeah. on TikTok oh, yeah. and have a great time with, you know? So I think even though like he... um you know, is kind of being as artistic and just letting his ideas flow, which I think he always ha- has. Um, I used to criticize when he first kind of came out, I kind of criticized him. I was like, ah, cause I knew him and, and Dave and I knew him when he was doing like acoustic shows, like at smaller clubs. And then when we heard like the album come out, it's like, wait a minute, like this is very poppy, but you know, and I, I kind of gave him a hard time even back then. This is like, you know, 20 years ago where I was like, I think he's do being too poppy, but it, I, but now I look back on that. I'm like, no, I think that's just what he was feeling and that's what he wanted to do. And that's, his, that's his sound. So, and I think that's what's going on here. This is what he yeah. wants to do with his sound, but he always has these pop, you know, I hate to say pop sensibility, but that's it, he, he does literally have a pop what sensibility. it is. That's it, what it's it exactly is. what it is. Yeah. But I will yeah. say this, as, as much as I kind of didn't sound like I was really loving the song, 
I think it's one of his better songs in, in, in recent years. So, oh, I agree. I agree you know, with you. He, so, I, I'll tell you the truth. Like in the last like 10 years, he's, he's come out with some good, like his last album I liked quite a bit, but this album is called Sob Rock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a great name. It really is a it's, great name. It's actually perfect for him because he's always kind of sobby and whiny. Right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> and it probably gives you an idea of what's going to be on this on this oh, record, yeah. right? Yeah, so, what's going to be yeah. on the record? Yeah, I mean, it's can, really cool. So we should so talk the about the thing. tone, though, because well, yeah, you, but, you're saying everybody's flipping out about the tone. I I love the tone was amazing. Oh yeah, his tone is great. And so the fir- first thing I noticed when I put on Kimmel and when I watched the video, there's a pink silver sky. Yes. <laughs> For those of you that aren't guitar nerds like us, guitar dads like us, the Silver Sky is the, is the John Mayer guitar. It's a signature guitar he has with the guitar company called Paul Reed Smith. It just looks like a Stratocaster, but it's made by Paul Reed Smith. But, you know, and he's been releasing all these awesome colors, but I don't think he's released that pink, that kind of shell pink. Yeah, um, it, looks, it looks really cool, though. I mean, yeah, you so know. it's like everybody were like, so that's the fir- that's the first thing everybody freaked out about. Like, wait a minute, how do we get this? How do we get the pink silver sky? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I agree, yes. So the tone is great. I really, you know, a lot of people are saying, and I completely agree, and it's the first thing that popped into my head, you know, 80s era Clapton. Yeah, it's got that. Right? I don't know what he's using on it, but it's got that, that, that like 80s kind of like. You know, chorusy kind of bluesy. There's a chorus. There's a, yeah, there's a chorus on. Is it yeah, just yeah, a chorus? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's using. There's probably exactly. other stuff on it yeah. too, but there's definitely a chorus on but it. But it's got that great. It's got that great smooth like vibe to it. It's, oh, it's it really awesome. great. The tone is really great. But the tone's I just great. Yeah, I, I just I, wish I actually, in true John Mayer fashion that he just like you know ripped a nasty solo right there, especially live. I thought he was just. I don't know. I I, I was just underwhelmed. Yeah, even on Jimmy Kimmel, I thought he was going to go exactly. off a little bit. Yeah. I bet if you go to one of his concerts, he'll go off a little bit at the end there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he does, though, a lot. But there's right? still some tasty licks at the end, which are really great. I mean, yeah, I, I got I to tell you the truth. I've been singing it all day. I played it, and then, you know, I went for a bike ride. I played it. Yeah. I played it on my way to to, to the trailhead. Like, it's, And I'm just, like, hooky. singing. I'm like, yeah. And then, then, then there's kind of two hooks to it, right? He's got, like, the first hook, which is, like, going on, waiting for the last train home. And then at the end, it goes, I'm on the last train running. It's so catchy. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay, yeah. it's so <laughs> surrender it's like what's going on yeah i listened to it i I listened to it today you know um after seeing justin's comment i was like in the first my first impression is like okay yeah it was a good song and then i just kind of put it away yeah yeah. and then later on i went back to it i'm like oh i want to hear it again you know it just it is it's so hooky it's been running through my head all day i'm like damn you you got me yep yeah but but it's cool but there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, fun stuff going on on YouTube. People are like putting guitar solos on it, Dave. If you want to hear some nasty guitar playing, you can watch some <laughs> well, that's, YouTube that, videos. That's what I want to hear. Um, you know, the Andertons, Retschall actually put, I sent it to you. I don't know if you checked it out. Retschall did a did a little jam along with it. Um, mm. You can check out Retschall. He's a great player and he, it was good, good little playing he's got there. And uh, the Andertons guys, you know, the Andertons guys are obsessed with Mayer. They did a whole a video about trying to match the tone. <laughs> oh, they've already done that? Wow. That was they've quick. Already, they've already done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, obviously it's Mayer, the guitar. The did guitar, they get it? The guitar world kind of like totally worships him. So it's it's when he puts something out, it's kind of a big deal. And what, I like did, it. I think it's great. Did they get the tone? Yeah, they can't, you know, it's it's Pete, you know, Pete it's can Pete, play yeah, yeah, incredibly, yeah. Pete, Danish Pete, you know, they, they got the silver skies out, like, it's, yeah, yeah, the the, the main feature of the tone was the, um, 
was the you know the what is it the Waza chorus? Which oh like uh, yeah okay yeah. What yeah, is yeah, it yeah. called the uh, Dimension C chorus? Okay yeah it's yeah. a Dimension chorus which is a different kind of spin on chorus but yeah that's what it is. So yeah I mean it's cool. I think I'm gonna play around with the chorus now too with my Strat and just you know just have some fun. Yeah, with see this. influenced. <laughs> have a little fun with this too you know but yeah we'll see i'm really interested to hear the album if it's along these lines it could be a lot of fun um so i'm kind yeah, of no i it. think it'll, it'll be good it's definitely yeah. gonna be good i just i just yeah. i i kind of yearn for that like that old school mayor though like that like a continuum you i was know, gonna say like, you're talking uh, about continuing yeah or, ba- yeah, or, or the, even battle scars or even battle scars yeah yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah, was some yeah. great stuff on that's some great stuff on that album but I, you know, but it's cool. Every artist has to kind of, you know, they have to evolve and, and yep. they, they always, you know, whatever, whatever's kind of floating through their creative mind at the time, it's going to come out. So I, I yep. people respect that. Not every, not every album is going to be a, a massive, even if you're a fan of, of, of a band or an artist, it, not everything they put out is going to be something that just blows you away. Oh, but, exactly. Yeah. It's the way know. it is. Yeah. 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 But just yeah. The way. But it'll be fun. I'll be interested to see the tones he's getting with the Silver Sky, and it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I can't wait till that album comes out. Yeah, because so, July what sixteenth, right? Sixteenth, yeah. yeah. So you know, about a month from now, we're gonna be talking about it, guys. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we'll definitely do a review. Don't worry, you'll hear from us. Maybe it's gonna be a contender for Guitar Dad album of of the year. We'll, we'll see. Now this is like a six degrees of separation kind of thing. <laughs> but speak speaking of Jimi Hendrix, yeah, continue, yeah. You know, speaking of Jimi. Yep. Can I, you see how it connected that continuum I, to the Jimi Hendrix to what we're going to talk about next? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did do Bold as Love. Was it on? Um, not was it on? When, when did he I don't do know. Bold I don't think he love put it on, on Continuum, but he was on. But it he was played, on one of the albums he put. But he out. played. But he played it a lot on that tour. Yeah. No. No. He has it on one of the albums. Is it on? The, is it on Continuum? I think nah, it, it is. Might be. Actually. Might be. Might be. I don't yeah. know. So, we'll someone's gonna check. have to Google this and, and do I'll it. Google it while we chat. Yeah. We're, we're not gonna Google it now. But anyway. So I, okay. So you, you Google that and I'll and I'll I'll chat it up. Another thing that our listener uh, Justin had pointed up to us that for some I don't know it's a miracle, but I did not hear about this, and Justin called it out to us. This there is a this, miracle, by the way. There was this version. There was this live performance, and I think it was like from some kind of live stream event. Dave, is that what it was? I don't know what why they did this, but it's Slash, Phil Collin, and these other who are the other guys? <laughs> uh, it was uh, Robert DeLeo, which is who's the bassist for uh, STP. And um, oh yes, the I STP hadn't heard. Guy. I don't know who the drummer is. I don't know who the drummer. Anyway, so basically, it's Slash and Phil Collin from um, from Def Leppard, right? And he and, and Phil Collins sings, and it's this ripping version of uh, "Fire" by Jimi Hendrix. It, it is incredible. It's yeah, Slash it, and Phil Collins trade solos, and like it's very Slash and it's very Phil Collins. It's really it kind of blew me away when I saw it. I was like, "This is." I was like, "This is like the answer to our dreams." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. It but really Phil Collins slash collab in a, in a Hendrix tune like what what are we doing here yeah um, I was it was just really cool to I mean it's and plus like I I just been in such a, a good mood in terms of what's coming out with music now because with you know things getting better with the pandemic and looking forward to seeing shows and mm. and artists coming out with everything they've been they've been kind of like keeping to themselves during the pandemic and it's going to be a really exciting year for music right yeah so, yeah yeah and this, and this you know, kind of this, collaboration is just so cool to see. I, and what, I forget, what did, did you did you figure out what it was from, though? We never no, figured I didn't, out what it was I, from. I didn't figure out what it was from. 
But it yeah, was we, like some of it was some like live event that they were doing. You know, obviously it was like a pre-recorded thing, but it was really cool. It, it was like it was like I I I clicked on it. I was like, this is like a guitar dad. You know, this is like made for the guitar dads. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's so good. So anyway, so check if you guys haven't watched that, go check it out. Just type in slash Phil Collin, a uh, fire, and it is really awesome. Not Phil Collins now. Not, Not Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. There's no. Well, you know, you'll come up with some really studio. good music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll come up with some really good music there too, but but let me stand the- next to your fire sister studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Phil Collin, the guitarist, the lead guitarist, guitarist for Def Leppard. But you know, I always have to make that joke. You always have to make that. And, joke. Oh, yeah. and Dave, I also wanted to make a comment about this. Remember last week on last week's podcast. You're like, oh, even Phil Collins said he let himself go during the pandemic. Did you see him? Well, I will give you this. He did have a shirt on. It was like barely he a shirt. He had a shirt, a yes. Top. Yeah. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, like a gold a gym. it was like a gold gym muscle shirt, but it was a shirt. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't like, you know, bench pressing while Slash was going off on his gold top. You know, I mean, it was like, one. Yeah. like, hey, Phil, don't waste time. Go over there and yeah, put some weights up. But I don't think he let himself go to your No, point. no. But, well, to um, his standards, he, he said he did. Yeah. He, lo- his- he looked good to me. I mean, he wasn't all oiled up like he is on the... On the um, <laughs> Are you saying you like, you like shows? to see Phil Collin oiled but, up? Is um, that- yeah, I know. This is getting weird. He wasn't all oiled up, <laughs> but he's still, he's still, you know, I think he's, you know, I think he's still got the physique. So, you know, good for Phil. But speaking of someone who doesn't have a physique, <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're just getting into it tonight, folks. <laughs> we are just rolling tonight, man. <laughs> You are we talking to say something we, about Vince Neil? Dude. I just want to. I want to circle. Yeah, I want to circle back to what we talked about last week because I kind of after we talked about it, I kind of had this like curiosity about you know why how the whole thing really happened in terms because if you if you missed last week's episode, we were talking about Vince Neil, you know, in, in kind of I guess in kind of preparation for the big stadium tour before it was canceled, he was going out doing some solo gigs and he was on stage with his first gig and his voice just like you know kinked out. He couldn't do it. He admitted he couldn't do it. Told that to the audience. He kind of got like I don't know if he got really booed off stage, but no, he, he didn't. He didn't. He just he, ended he the show be, early. Yeah, yeah. He just kind of. But here's my theory. I was kind of thinking about it, and I did a oh, little yeah. bit of like googling around, and who knows about internet rumors and all that stuff. But I wonder if he kind of knew that his voice just wasn't going to hold up this year, whether he put in the work or not during the pandemic. I wonder if it was him that kind of canceled cancel the tour because to say that. To cancel the tour and blame COVID when GNR is going out. All these other big tours are going out in 21, right? So why did they cancel it? I just wonder if he knew that he couldn't do it. Wow. That's really interesting, Dave. I mean, it could be. I, I think it's all the it was all the uncertainty around COVID was the main thing. But maybe that was like a secondary thing where they were like, you know what? It's too much uncertainty. We can't. Because, I mean, I think honestly, like they can't afford to to really like lose a bunch of dates because of COVID. So I think that is still the main reason, but it could be like, they were like, look, there's uncertainty around COVID and Vince is a effing disaster. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so we can't do this tour. So we right. Can, right I, I, it a, could be Dave. It could that, be. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good, it's a very good insight. It could be, it could be that that's what happened too. But you know, back to my point that I said last week, I don't know how this guy is going to do a tour unless he severely turns his life around. Right. I know. I don't think he makes I, like, it more I, than a he few needs shows. Like, he needs like Tom Brady to go and train him or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs a lot of avocado ice cream. He, 
Yeah, you need like mean, Tom. He needs Tom and Giselle and Bill Belichick. Hey, 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 Vince! If, if you're listening, put down the Ben and Jerry's and go to the avocado ice cream. Okay, go to the because, avocado, yeah. please, for all of our sakes for the tour. Um, because because you become a laughing stock online, like with all the memes that are ex- in existence. Yeah, you know, I mean, the guy, like I said, the guy's been a meme for a while now. It's kind of it's very disappointing, right? It is and, really you know, disappointing. I listened to Motley Crue. I heard him today and I was like, they were so good, you know, like, ugh. a lot of people say like he never sounded good. I think he had his moments where he sounded good back in the he day. He had his moments way back yeah. in the day. And then when yeah. they had their second, can I, like their second coming back in like that, what was it? It must've been when we were in high school, right? I remember they had like, yeah, this late nineties, early 2000s. Yeah. Like early mid nineties. Yeah. Right. It was more like, yeah, we were up in college at that point, but yeah. Yeah. yeah like they kind of were come making a big comeback and yeah. And he kind of, he sounded pretty decent then, but, but not like back in the day. So, but I, I just, I agree. I don't think he's, I don't think this tour, I think if the tour does happen, which it probably will, I think it's going to be, and we talked about this last week, it's going to be a bit of a disaster, but it's just, it, it doors doors are opening on this thing at like four o'clock and, yeah, and there's a bunch point, of acts. It's it's going to be a party. Do people, people are really going to be care? just like happy to be doing anything? Yeah. Do people really really care in the end? No. Who knows? You know. No. So anyway, we 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 don't want to dwell on Vince too long, but uh, <laughs> he's taking it up of this podcast. No, maybe 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 Vince should be practicing in his garage for a little while, prep his voice. And speaking of garage. <laughs> These transitions are just getting bad. They're getting so good. I love them. Yeah. So, so the Gibson. So Gibson. This you know that we're like because we're guitar dads. We're hardcore Gibson fans, right? We all have multiple Gibsons. Um, actually, I don't know if Dave has multiple Gibsons, but he should. I don't. I have one Gibson. He, What's up, JC? He should. <laughs> JC Curly. Yeah. He he should. You should have multiple Gibsons. Anyway. Um. So Gibson has launched this thing, which was a Mark Agnesi thing. And he launched the Gibson Garage, which is essentially like this, you know, grand uh, showroom in Nashville, in downtown Nashville. And it has all kinds of cool stuff. If you want to go check, check out the YouTube thing that like the launch that Mark Agnesi did and he gives you a tour of it. And it's really cool. And they got every last guitar in there. And a whole Epiphone section, a Kramer section, of course, a custom shop. And they also have a thing in the garage. It's not a garage. It's like a store. It's like going into a guitar store. Like, let's just be honest about what it is. Yeah. an actual garage. Um, but there's a performance stage there. There's almost like a, a venue there, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. And then there's, um, there's like a custom area where you can make... If like you really want to order a custom guitar, you can do it there in person and it'll show you the woods and they have all the parts and cases and you can pick out your parts. Like you can do like a, have like a whole custom experience. I can only imagine what that would cost. But <laughs> well, you're you're going to be going down to Nashville in what September? Yeah, I'm going to be in Nashville in September for a little. You will tri- definitely have to trip. take some video of this oh, and yeah. check it out for us so we can it's we can be- all live vicariously through you. It's going to be really cool, yeah. And then the other thing that they do is they have, like, it's also the place where they're going to, like, schmooze up their artists. So, like, you know, if you watch the video, like, the thing that the public won't see is this, like, whole, like, artist lounge, which just looks incredible. (laughs) It's just so cool looking. And then there's, like, a vault, like a hidden vault that has, like, all the original um, 
Gibson guitars. It has like the original uh, 59 Les Paul, the original Carina V, like 335, like every of them major guitars. It has like the original most um, Holy Grail one. They have it all there. So well, it's I'm, pretty cool. I don't know I'm, what they I'm, did if they stole them all from Joe Bonamassa or what they did. Oh, we couldn't <laughs> we couldn't mention Joe Bonamassa. It's like the Joe Bonamassa garage is essentially what it is. <laughs> uh, he probably lives next to us. Probably like in the building he lives in. And he, lives exactly, in he lives upstairs. Exactly. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> but did but, you see right, this? I'm gonna pull, what, I'm gonna, what do you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question now just to, to kind of put it on record. We're going to put it out there. It is what? What's today? June 10th. And you're going in September. Are you coming home with another guitar? <sighs> it depends what's there and what, I, what I'm feeling. Oh, come on. Maybe. Maybe not. We will, we will find out. No, we need an answer today. We need yeah, one right I don't, now. I, to tell you the truth, like I don't have a lot of lust for Gibson, any more Gibson guitars right now. I know that sounds crazy, but it's actually true. I just don't have any gas for Gibson. I mean, look, I do. I, I, I still have gas for that incredible uh, Emily Wolf uh, signature Epiphone. That's cool. And if that's there in person, I could be very tempted. So that's that's something I would tell you. But am I going to go there and buy like a custom shop, Les Paul? Like, I don't know. I've played a, I've played a few custom shops when I went to Chicago, and I I didn't find them incredibly better than my than my Les Pauls that I have at home. Not like you know three thousand four thousand dollars more than than the ones I have at home. So that's you know that's a whole other discussion. But I don't I don't think that it's necessarily worth it. A lot of people say like you're crazy. The standards aren't as good. But I love my standard in particular. So you know that's what it is. All right, I'm going to make a bold prediction, and this All is a right. hot take, hot take, hot take. I think you're going to be so enveloped in the whole scene and how cool it is in there <laughs> that you're not going to be able to walk out of there without something. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to buy like 20 t-shirts. <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking a guitar. I'm talking guitars. Yeah, guitars. I you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I well, can't okay. see you. I can't so, see you leaving there without something. I really can't. Okay. You're probably right, but I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on. An, <laughs> but here's another thing. I'm going to go on. You a heard it here rant. first. I'm going to go on a rant about this for, for, for a second. So, so can I take the a thing break? That, the thing that's disappointing about this Gibson garage is, as you guys all know, Gibson acquired um, the M company. What is it? Mesa Boogie. Mesa Boogie. They acquired Mesa. So, of course, the Gibson garage is laid out with all kinds of Mesa amps. And it's like, it's a Gibson garage. There needs to be a Marshall amp somewhere. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, you did say this to me earlier This today. is like That's having a room of peanut butter and no jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a room of peanut butter? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if no, you No, it's did. a good point. It's a good it's a very good point cuz you know, I think there's I think you're very you you bring up a very strong point. Like when you when you look when you think of a Gibson, you kind of equate in terms of like its connection to the Not sound. Not everybody does, but yes. Yeah, to use connected to Marshall, right? So, You're totally right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, I agree with you, but I guess you know, I mean, I mean, you'll see it for yourself when you're there. Maybe, maybe they do that. It's not showing you while you know everything online, but yeah, 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 it, yeah. You're it, it. It's a it's a valid point. It's it's like if I'm gonna buy a Gibson, I wanna I wanna plug it into something that at least sounds like a Marshall, like a Friedman. They, 
they or probably, something they cool probably like have, that. I'm sure they have some room where they're like, don't tell anybody, but we got Marshalls yeah, yeah, over here. Yeah, don't tell anybody. We got a Mar- if you want to buy this yeah. $10,000 Murphy Lab guitar um, and you want to plug it into a Marshall, we'll, we'll take you into a room and let you plug into a Marshall. We we'll just won't show it on the internet because of its Mesa. I yeah, did and you, notice. And you, you know gonna, and you're going to sign like some like non-disclosure thing. Yeah. Like, you know, to, to <laughs> you know what's going. funny, though? You know that I don't know if you follow um, Cesar. Um, I can't pronounce his last name. Cesar Garakin. He's like the, the head guy? of. Is he, he's, the, is he the guy that was training all the dogs? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's the he's the guy. He's basically like the head of marketing at at Gibson. And he has a cool Instagram account because he has an amazing personal collection of guitars. And he obviously has like this cool house and he has a room with like all his guitars and amps. And it used to be on Instagram. You saw him playing on his Marshalls and you saw his stacks of Marshalls. Now, so, you know, not surprisingly, you see all the maces <laughs> and you're like, oh, right, well, this is disappointing. But I mean, I'm, I'm not anti-Mesa. Like, you know, I think the sound is cool, but obviously Marshall is where it's at for me. Um but Mesa's cool. I'm sure there's some Mesa's that get that do that Marshall-y thing too. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> but that's my that's my well, rant on the Gibson on the Gibson garage. Well, that was awkward. <laughs> but 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 Dave, did you get a chance to watch the um they did a they did a big launch show last night on YouTube. It was like an hour and a half long. I didn't watch all of it, but I caught some of the performances from some artists that we should Oh yeah, on. no. It was I I did I did I love I love I, for, for 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 reference for anybody else out there that d- does YouTube videos. I love timestamps. So it was great to be able to kind of click through what I wanted to see. Exactly. What are you, yeah. what, are you what are you pouring there? Oh, I just poured a little uh, little Pinot. What little it's, it's Pinot. Podcast. Ah. It's podcast night. I drink Pinot. Are you still speaking drinking? of mayo? Pinot. Uh, speaking of mayo. May, uh, speaking of mayor, uh, Pinot Palladino. Are we talking? All oh, right, never mind. We're not talking the trio, right? Oh yeah, Pinot Palladino, John Mayer's bassist. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Right. Has anyway. nothing to do with wine. Has everything to do with bass. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did check out, and I'll, I'll tell you, I, I. I was a little bit. What did you think? Did you think you were kind of like? I guess when I what I was really hoping for was just more full band performances. But yes. some of the solo stuff was pretty good. And I'll tell you what I really like because we on the guitar dads here we are giant Hailstorm fans. I really like the acoustic stuff that Hailstorm did uh, with um, you okay. know, Lizzie and I didn't catch uh, it. And Joe. you didn't catch it? Oh yeah, no they they did um, they did a couple tunes. They did I think they did Amen and they did. Uh, I forget the name of the song, but I mean, okay, I'm going to watch it. Yep. Yeah. You definitely got to check it out. As always, Lizzie is amazing with vocals. She's, I mean, she's her, amazing. She just hits it every time. She, she really she, does. She doesn't miss. And yeah. so, but and to me, like that's what really makes a lot of, made a lot of these uh, acoustic performances pretty good. Um, I really like the uh, Jared James Nichols stuff, especially Jared James Nichols with Joe Bonamassa when they did a. Cream, I missed uh, all this did, stuff. Oh yeah, they, yeah. I'm gonna kidding? watch. So after this podcast, I'm turning this on, and we're, you didn't it. watch this before. No, the I, pod? I honestly. So honestly, last night it, it, it popped up. Last night, I was going to bed. I watched. Um, I watched Emily Wolf, who was incredible. By the way, she's incredible. And I got to listen to more of her, and she's going to become like a super guitar dad's artist because she's awesome. I'll tell um, you who. Speaking of who else was on there was uh, although it was acoustic, but still still really good was Orianti. Oh, I didn't see her, but I caught yeah. um, S- Samantha Fish. 
Samantha Fish, very good yeah. also. Yeah, I think yeah, she yeah. Uh, she did something uh, solo, but she was playing. I think she was playing a Firebird. She was playing a Firebird. It was really yep. cool. It was yeah, really yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's great. I love her. She's so good. She's so she's good. So good. She's so um, good. She's great. We we've actually shouted her out in the podcast before, but yeah. So oh, and there was a big announcement last night. Actually, Dave, I don't know if you caught this. Jared James Nichols has been made. I guess promoted to an official Gibson brand ambassador. Ooh, there's on, there's no, only a few guys. There's only a few people who are brand ambassadors. One of whom is Slash. Ah, and the other no, one that was and the other one who was recently named a you know a, a, a brand ambassador at Gibson is Dave Mustaine, right? So. Jared James, so this is why this is amazing. Jared James Nichols, who you know is this guy as iconic as Slash and Dave? What's his name? No, <laughs> but he's such an amazing guitar player, and he has so much passion for Gibson. Oh, he's amazing! And he's so at- I think it's, I think this is a, so I I want to say this is an amazing move by them. You know, to make him like a brand ambassador and have him at all the events and have him do the stuff. And maybe we're going to get more Jared James Nichols signature guitars. Like he's mainly been been an Epiphone artist, right? He's released the, the it's called the Black Glory and now the Gold Glory. Um, now, if you're not is, familiar, you know, if you're not familiar with him, check him out. He is oh, an incredible guitarist. Incredible. Oh, it, it's definitely blues. Blues. Oh, yeah. it, it is this guy. He just brings it. Like he has so much energy and power. He is so good, and he has so much like soul in his playing. Like, he's he's incredible. I mean, I it really, was really cool to see yeah. Bonamassa and him on the same stage, and and just kind of. I got to watch this. Yeah, it was almost. <laughs> I, I mean, just what kind of what I took from it was just. Almost not. Not Joe was like you know, you could you could tell Joe knew who he was playing with, and here he is watching this. Like I mean, both of them are incredible guitarists, but oh. just the two of them just kind of like trading off yeah. with with the vocals and with playing and, and soloing. It was just like this. It was just one of those kind of like it was. It kind of was like it was kind of cool to watch that that uh, that Slash and Phil Collin thing today, and then kind of go watch this thing. Oh, that's awesome! And, and see the two of them play. Was it, it with was, a full band? It was the full band. It was, I think it was one of the only. He was one of the only artists. I think because I didn't watch everything, but I think he was one of the only artists with a full band. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was I know, very interesting. I know. I know. Emily Wolf had a band with her, um, but it was like you know, it was cool. Like they they started like at the different um, the the different Gibson showrooms around the country. Like I think she was in Austin, or, or and then some guy was somewhere else, like in New York or something. Anyway, but it was cool. Um, so it's definitely a cool thing. I'm gonna have to go watch, you know, use the timestamps and, and watch the rest of it because I was going in chronological order, just like fast forwarding over the people I didn't care about, like yeah, all yeah. that, use a, like use these those acoustic, stamps, man. like it's, these acoustic it's... people. I'm like, man, what is this? Yeah, they, I mean, it was, it was, it was definitely, it was a good, it was a good mix, and it was kind of, it was interesting just to see some other Gibson artists that you that you hadn't really heard of either, too. Yep, you know, yep, so it was, yep. it was, it was good. Definitely check it out. Well, um, it's a plethora of new gear there. Speaking of new gear, speaking of new gear, <laughs> are we moving on to this now? This let's is a depressing. This is the this is the yeah. Let's go on to our our tone deaf segment, which is yes. for those of you who don't know. Tone Deaf is a segment for the guitar dad or mom who we all crave gear. We all crave something. It's, you know, we all have the gas. Everybody knows what gas is. Gotta have gear the gas. Acquisition, gear acquisition syndrome. 
And this is a segment that we do sometimes that we basically highlight what does the guitar dad or mom need to do to purchase new gear and get the approval from their significant other, their husband, their wife, whatever. And are there, are there consequences to those purchases and those kinds of things? But that's what and, we talk and, about. And what Dave had to do is lay down a bunch of mulch in his house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, well, let's go back to let's go back on the story. So I ordered uh, several months ago. I ordered. We talked about this on the podcast. I ordered a Fender Player Strat, and I forget the color, but it was beautiful, and I really liked it. It had a maple neck. It was. It was, it it, was a. It was like a flamey maple top. Yeah, wasn't it was it? a flamey. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was and, cool. It's like a sun, and, not sunburst. It was like a a brighter burst thing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, I forget what it was, uh, but th- I kept getting the notifications that it was shipped and it was coming and, and, you know, and I kept looking out for it and I kept seeing the updates and the shipping, which we all do, right? We all get excited. Oh, of course, then, that's, that's torture. And then suddenly, the like, the shipping progression just stopped Yeah. and nothing showed up. And I called the company, and I won't call them out here because we already did. And... <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out we have no shame. It wasn't a. It, we have no shame, and it wasn't available. Ah. So I guess the guy. But anyway, the guy. So he had he had clicked. You know, he had put through the sale and didn't realize that they didn't actually have one in stock. So mm-hmm. it like created this whole shipping thing. How it showed up that it was coming through the, the pipeline, I have no idea. But anyway, um. <laughs> so yeah, that never showed up, and so just kind of looking at that again, it wasn't. It's still not in stock, and I can't find it anywhere. So I said. You know what? I'm going to look at a classic vibe. And yes. I'm going to look at the I'm going to look at the 50 Strat. Matt really loves his 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 Tele. And yes. so I'm going to trust that and I'm going to look at the so I ordered and have gotten now a 50 a, a classic a Squire classic vibe 50 Strat in the only color that you should get Strat in is two tone burst. Two tone right? sunburst. Two-tone now, Dave, how's the fifties neck? neck? Is the fifties neck a little chunkier? You know what? I don't. Or is it I, so, just the same? I well, I, I compared to what the sixties neck. I haven't felt the sixties <laughs> neck, so it's supposedly supposed to be a little chunkier. But I, I, have, I mean, does no, it feel I, chunky I, to you? Or I don't think it the doesn't feel ever chunky, chunky to me. Okay. It, you know what? The funny thing is, nothing feels chunky to me. And you said this to me when I bought my uh, when I bought my um, Les Paul. Uh, traditional traditional that, yeah man. that any, you know no neck was ever going to feel you know chunky compared to that thing and i was going to get used to it and and i have so no it and doesn't feel it feels chunky, good yeah yeah but that's not a chunky neck that you have it, that's more it's of a, not a chunky neck it's more no, of a traditional 60s neck that you have on that thing yeah, yeah but yeah, it's yeah. still it's a, it's chunkier than like you know any any it's kind of chun- stri- it's chunkier than my um you know slim taper neck on my standard yes. yeah 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 um, and anyway <laughs> However, However, I can't even. So, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this splint on my hand. Oh. I have. This is the guitar dad, the aging guitar dad. Yeah, you know the the injuries. I have a raging tendonitis in my wrist, and I just I'm not playing guitar this week. So I was gonna. I did start filming a video to show you guys this guitar, and I was gonna do a, a, a tone comparison. I was going gonna go through all five positions and, and that whole thing. And I just started playing and realized that I was just like my wrist just started to hurt, so I didn't do it. So, but it is coming soon. What a bummer! So I will take care of my wrist, and I can't even play guitar this week. No, Dave, this I'm sorry for you, man. But you're right. This is the aging guitar dad. 
This is the aging guitar dad, yeah, right? I know. Well, you know, yeah, it's what it is, you know. You'll get over it. but um, That's why I poured a couple extra soon. fingers of, of uh, my whiskey tonight. But what were your other first impressions? I mean, you did play it for, you had it in your hands. But what yeah, were your yeah, first yeah. No, so I did, play, I did play it briefly. I'll tell you what. The thing, it sounds amazing. Nice. For the price, for, for what you're paying. And I did, yeah. and I did convince. I was able to get the fifteen percent from Guitar Center, and that's why oh, I nice. bought it for them. Oh, nice! Um, you know, for what would it come to with the fifteen percent? It was like for for like three seventy. I was gonna say it's under four. Yeah, under yeah. four. It's an yeah. it's an amazing guitar. It feels great. Yeah. It plays great. That's a that that's let, let, let's just say something. like that. We, we are in this amazing age. I mean, you can like that's what the telly cost. The telly, I think I got like fifteen percent off. And it was like right, I think it was right under 400. And it's like 400 bucks for this quality of an instrument. It's like, this is insane, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, it didn't, it didn't have, I did, I did a quick check over it. It didn't have any like blemishes. It didn't have any, you know, it didn't have that, like that cheaper guitar kind of, mm. there, was, there was nothing that indicated that it was a cheaper guitar, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the action was great. The, 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 the neck was set well. It wasn't the, I mean, it had, you know, it's got like, some of the hardware, like the tuners, and nothing fantastic, and the but the pickups sound great. And these are the newer, like the the, the newer, uh, like the um, the new Al, Al Nico pickups that the Fenders put on these on these yeah, squires, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and they sound great. That's so great. and it didn't need it really didn't need any kind of adjustments out of the box. I mean, I might I might do a bit of a truss rod adjustment, a tiny bit. Uh, I might, as I play around with it, I yeah, might have just little to, setup stuff. Yeah, yeah, a little setup stuff. Might have yeah. to change some of the pickup height and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it sounded even. I don't know what strings they put on the thing, but it's, even in that, the, those sounded pretty good. Um, but yeah, because of my wrist, I just haven't played it, so I can't tell you a whole lot about it. There's nines on it, right? They, I think, I all believe there's the Fender yeah. stuff and squire stuff comes with nines i really you know i thought the nines on my strat that it come i haven't changed i got my strat in november i haven't changed the strings you haven't <laughs> no i haven't even changed them because they still feel good so hey, um but know. they're nines and i think i will keep the nines on usually i play tens on everything but i wonder because i think there's like a maybe inch there's an inch or a, i don't even think it's a full inch i think it's like a Three quarters of an inch of a difference in the scale length between the the Les Paul and the yeah. Strat. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a full inch. It's like a. It's like a. I think. I, I think it's three quarters of an inch's difference. Is that enough to make the tension that much, that much higher, so that nines make it feel a little bit better than nines on? The, I never like nines on a Les Paul, but for some reason I love the nines on the Strat. So yeah, but everybody doesn't. Everybody know. say that you should be playing nines on a Strat, right? And I mean, plus that just well, gives that, you that. No, that, no, that not of, everybody says that. No, well, not no. everybody. I mean, Rick Beato says it, but you know, hey, well, we he says that. a lot of things I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so no, hopefully no, one of these I days, know. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully one of these days I can give you guys a better review. Uh, once my wrist feels better, you'll keep better. playing it. You, you're good. You, you'll keep going. I I'll think, keep playing it. I think you'll get over it. You know, I sent you that. Pass. I sent you that. I try to. I, I, I tried to send you a bit of a, a, a loop that I put together and was trying to play, which and sounded I, that, good. It sounded okay. My wrist, but my wrist was killing me at that point, and and, oh. and I, I was a couple of whiskeys in. So you know, couple of whiskeys hey, in. It was it was fun, but it was it was 
you know. But the Squire Classic vibes are so good. I mean, they, you know what? I didn't think they were good. I, I really didn't have high expectations for the, for the telly I have. And it, I, I was, that's why, like, I think I, I think I told you, Dave, I'm like, just get the classic vibe and end it. Yeah, you were, you, you know? convinced me. So that's yeah. why I did it. Plus, it was available. So I said, you know what? Add to cart. Let's go. It's an interesting thing when you think about, like, is there a huge difference between the player? A series in the Squire Classic Vibe uh, series? I don't know. I bet not. I think the I difference be... is literally in where it's made, right? Mexico versus, you know, in Asia. Right. And, I don't and, know where and, they make them, if Korea or if it's China or somewhere else. But uh, Yeah, I don't I think, China. It is, I think it's I think China. it is China, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I could tell you right now. I, I could go look at it. But, um, yeah, no, I think I think you're right. And I think when you're talking about that, that level of guitar, I don't think you're getting much more for the 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 Mexican, right? Yeah, so. and pl- and players are great. Let's let's just be clear; they're amazing guitars. But like you know, you're you're at almost twice the price. You're almost twice the price. Yeah, I think you're yeah. getting some other color options, which is what really attracted yeah. me to that other yeah. player. But yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think th- this Tele is every bit as gigable as my other guitars. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> That's impressive. You know, it is. It stays in tune. It sounds good. Um, I don't really have a need for it in what my band is doing. I mean, maybe I could. Maybe I could just bring it just for just for gigs. Uh, but, uh, but it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. No. I well. Well. Now that you got. Now that you're gonna start doing some gigs. You should. Yeah. Bring now it that out. the gigs Let's are happening. Now that the gigs are happening, maybe I'll I'll bust it out. But I actually actually on that note, I really like. I've I've basically switched for my main guitar with the band to the Strat. Um, oh, I'm really you did. I'm really happy. I'm really happy the Strat has um, the humbucker and the bridge. If it didn't have a humbucker and the bridge, I would not be happy with it as my only band guitar because because we run the gamut. We're like a dancey band. We will do we'll do like you know clean. We'll do a lot of dancey stuff where I have to play clean, and then we'll do. And then we'll do some um, some rock and roll where I, where we got to get into it. So yeah, anyway, you need, you need a humbucker. Yeah, so yeah. you need a humbucker, right? So, but I'll tell you what: to, to be able to go up to the bridge and play really nice cleans, um, and then go down into the um, I'm sorry, to go into the neck and play really nice cleans with the strat, and then go down to the to the humbucker and the strat. Like, it, and the humbucker sounds good. It, it's it's a good combo. So. You'll yeah, you'll you'll hear it eventually, Dave, when the gigs start up. But you know, anyway. yeah, and and you can and definitely for those of you out there checking us out on YouTube, look forward to some new videos coming out, and um, yes. maybe to hear that particular strat. Yes, um, maybe you will hear it sometime. And then what? People <laughs> should people should check us out on Instagram, right? At Guitar Dad's Pod. Check Instagram. Uh, anywhere you stream us, uh, thank you very much. We appreciate all of our listeners and subscribers and. And please subscribe. Really helps us out. And, and leave really comments, want to try to grow please. This, we we love the comments. Hey, Justin, send us some more comments, man. We <laughs> we love we loved those recommendations. So definitely more more like that. That was awesome. As you guys so can tell, when people send us topic ideas or comments and stuff like that, we will we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do <laughs> We're it. We're here it for really, you. <laughs> it's really gonna help drive. It's really gonna help drive this channel in it uh, in. Uh, in podcast so we're, we're yeah. really looking forward to what the future brings exactly and thank you for listening and that's yeah. this week's guitar dad pod is it dave is that this week's podcast i think that is this week's guitar dad's podcast catch you guys on the flip <laughs> <laughs>